where Jesus said, man, you did it. You did it. You fulfilled every, you fulfilled my plan for your life. You did it. Come on, that's why I want to hear, that's where I believe the people are going to hear, well done, right? Well done. You did it. You did it. You did it for me. Come on, I want to be in that camp. But I don't want to be at the judgment, the white throne judgment, which is the judgment of all those who rejected Christ. And as they reject Christ, they deserve punishment and they deserve hell. And it's, the Bible's very clear, they will be thrown into the lake of fire forever. And I believe we're going to be standing there watching this happen. And so if you're, if you're standing there at the white throne judgment, you're already in your robes of white. You're already on the side of Jesus. You're standing there with Jesus and the judgment is happening. And your friend walks up and your family member walks up and he says, guilty, guilty, guilty. And you look at them and you say, wow, I didn't even tell them about the Lord. Can you imagine? Hello? Come on, that's serious stuff. That's about as serious as it gets. To look at your family member and realize you never, ever told them about Jesus. You've been saved for years. You never told them. Come on. You got you to at least give them one chance. Right? When I sent out this Facebook post this week, I thought, I'm going to give them one chance. I know they've heard other things about me. I know they've heard other things about the gospel. I'm sure they've heard something along their life path. Right? But I'm going to give them one chance from my mouth. To receive the Lord. You got to give them one chance. You got to open your mouth once and say, hey, I just need to tell you. I just need to tell you because this is how I put it. I said, I believe we're in the last days. I believe there aren't many years left on this earth. And I need to tell you that Jesus is the only way to heaven. He is the only way to the Father. And he is the only way. And I want to tell you. And this is uh, what I wrote out a prayer. And I said, this is what you could pray to receive Jesus as your Lord. To make Jesus the Lord of your life. I said, if you, if, you, if you do that, let me know. If you're already a Christian, let me know. I said, if you need a book, I'll send you a book free of charge. That'll tell you about salvation, what salvation is. But I said, I'm doing this because I love you and I, God loves you and I want you to know and have a chance to receive the Lord. Amen. Amen. Give him a chance. God gave us the responsibility, didn't he? Mark 16, right? Go into all the world. Preach the gospel. Come on. You need to tell your world. Right? You may not be going to India. You may not be going to China. You may not be going to South Africa. You may not be going to Thailand. You may not be going to Finland, Poland. It's a random country. <laughs> random countries. You may not be going to a foreign country to preach the gospel. You might be, right? You might. You might. But you have a world right here, don't you? You have neighbors, you have friends, you have relatives. That's your world. Amen. Amen. It's our responsibility, saints. Are you, are you taking your responsibility? Are you telling anyone about Jesus? Amen. Hallelujah. Everyone has to hear about Jesus before believing in Jesus. Right? We read it. How can they hear how can, they, how can they hear? I'll go back up here, right? How can they hear? How shall they hear without a preacher? How, how are they going to hear the gospel without someone telling them? So go down a couple more verses. Romans 10, 17. We're learning about faith this morning. Real Bible faith. Romans 10, 17. So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. 
I know some of your translations will say word of Christ. Right? You hear about, you hear about Christ. <laughs> the word of God. Word of Christ. Faith comes by hearing. Hearing by the word of God. We must hear God's word in order to have faith. Right? We, that, that would go right along with the verse we read before. Right? How can they believe it if they haven't heard it? Come on. We must have ears to hear what God says. To have faith. Remember Jesus said many times, let him who has ears to hear, hear. Guess what? They all had ears on their head. Unless they were you know, born with some uh, uh, deformity. right? They didn't just born without ears or something. But mostly everybody has ears, right? Let him who has ears. He wasn't just talking about your physical ears. He was talking about your spiritual ears, right? Uh, <coughs> you got to have ears to hear the word of God. Our spiritual ears must be open, right? We listen, we listen to God's word with our hearts, not just our physical ears. You know, you know people can sit in church for years and have no faith, I'll say it again. People can sit in church for years and have no faith at all. And yet they heard sermon after sermon after sermon after sermon. What does that tell you? They didn't hear it on the inside. They heard it. But it was just a talk. (laughs) Come on. People can listen to sermons for years. No faith. But when we hear God's word with our hearts, come on, faith grows. Faith begins to grow in whatever subject we're covering, right? In whatever subject we're covering, faith will begin to grow if we're hearing with our hearts. Right? Healing's a good example of that, right? I've talked with people that that needed healing. I mean, they needed healing. They're dying. And I'm giving them the scriptures, Jesus bore your sicknesses and carried your pains. It's right here in Isaiah 53, 4. And it's in Matthew 8, 17. He bore your infirmities and carried your sicknesses. 1 Peter 2, 24. And by his stripes you were healed. How Jesus went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil. For God was with him. Acts 10, 38. We could go on and on and on. Exodus 15, 26. I am the Lord that heals you. I'm giving them scripture after scripture after scripture about healing. James 5, call the elders of the church and have them anoint you with oil. And the prayer of faith will save the sick. And if he has committed any sin, he will be forgiven. That's scripture. I'm talking to a Christian who needs healing. And I'm quoting scripture after scripture after scripture. Nothing registers at all. There's no revelation. There's no faith. It wants nothing to do with it. I don't believe in that stuff. We have no faith for healing because you did not hear the word of God with your heart. Oh, you heard it with your ears. I know you heard it. I was talking to you. You were talking back to me, right? But you have no faith in your heart. Catch that. Come on. When I heard the gospel preached, age of 19, faith grew on the inside of me. I heard the gospel preached. The real gospel, what we're talking about today, right? I heard the gospel preached. Some of you know my story, but I, I was in a car accident. I was, I was down. I was depressed. I was watching TV. 
late at night. Everybody's in bed. Christian television's on. I don't, I think my dad was, had been watching it, so it was on. I turned on, I'm watching Christian television. I'm like, I've never watched Christian television. Right? And he's preaching Jesus. You need Jesus in your life. You need to be saved. You need Jesus. You need to make Lord, the Jesus Lord of your life and be saved. He's preaching away, right? I'm like, faith is rising up on the inside of me. I'm like, that's exactly what I need right now. This is, this is the answer I've been looking for. This is it. And I bow my knee right there in the living room, in the dark, right? No one up. And I make Jesus the Lord of my life. And I know I'm changed on the inside. I become a new creation in Christ. And my life has changed overnight. Amen. I was dating Karn. Karn's like, you're a different person. Right? When I start talking to her the next day, right? Who are you? Huh? I got it. Born again, I'm saved. I, I know God. I didn't know God yesterday. I know God today. Come on. My heart was open, right? I was looking for answers. I was trying to find the truth. My, my heart was open. That means my ears, my physical ears were open, but not only my physical, my spiritual ears were open. So those words came in my ears and they actually got down into my heart. And faith rose. Come on now. Faith came as I truly heard the word of God. Man, I had been in church. Did you hear me? I had been in church. Many times we had been in church. I had heard the Bible preach. I had sermons. I don't know what they preached. I had heard sermons of some sort. But this time I was truly hearing God's word in my heart. Come on. And I was born again. Why? After truly hearing God's word in my heart, believing the word and then confessing Jesus as Lord, just as Romans 10, 9 says, right? The preacher preached, I believe faith rose up. Come on. I believed. I believe God's word. And then I confess Jesus as Lord. All right. Let's look a little further here. Acts 14. Acts 14, 7 through 10. We're going to learn a little more about faith today. Like I said, we can learn about faith for a long time. We're getting a start today. Acts 14, 7. And they were preaching the gospel there. Praise God. Paul was preaching the gospel. I believe it was with Barnabas here, I think. And in Lystra, a certain man without strength in his feet was sitting. A cripple from his mother's womb who had never walked. And this man heard Paul speaking. Paul, observing him intently and seeing that he had faith to be healed. What did we just talk about? Faith for healing, right? Said with a loud voice, stand up straight on your feet. And he leaped and walked. Woo! Come on. This man has never walked. You talk about a miracle. He's not only healed, he has strength already. He didn't go through no physical therapy here. You know what? You're healed, buddy, but now you got to go to physical therapy. I got, I got you healed. But now you need to build those muscles, but you need to build that strength. Better. Come on. No, he was healed. He went from, I cannot walk. I haven't walked my whole entire life. I just sit here and I beg all day long. And hope I get enough to eat something today. 
All my whole life. He went from that, not moving a muscle, right? To leaping and walking and praising the Lord. That's a miracle. Hallelujah. And notice Paul was preaching the gospel. He was not preaching what he thought. He was not preaching a self-help message. It's going to make you feel good today in church. We're just going to make you feel so good. It's a feel-good message. You're going to feel good when you leave here. You're going to feel really good. There's a lot of preachers that do right now. They just want you to feel good because they don't want to offend you because then you're going to get mad at them and you're going to leave the church and you're going to pull your tithe out. I've had many do it because I just preach the gospel. I just tell the truth. I just read the word of God and I say it. And I've had all kinds of people get mad at me. Well, I don't like that faith healing stuff. I don't like those tongue stuff. I don't like this. I don't like that. Well, that's fine. (laughs) Come on now. We have to be careful as to what we are hearing. Hello. There is a lot of poison out there, my brothers and sisters, a lot of poison. You better be careful what you're listening to. We can easily get poisoned by hearing the wrong thing. I remember one specific thing I heard years ago back in, uh, uh, at ORU when I was at ORU. And, you know, here I'm in a charismatic, spirit-filled college, right? And I heard something that was full of poison. And I'm like, oh, I can't believe you just poisoned my faith. <laughs> and I'm in ORU. Come on. Just because you're in a, a, a Bible school that believes, you know, everything you, you think you believe, you, you know. We had, some, we had some professors there, and I know it's changed. They've got some good, we were just there. We were just in Tulsa. We got to go to a conference down there, and we got to show our kids ORU. Man, they are taking care of that place. I don't know if you know much about ORU or, or care, but we got to go there and see it and walk through the whole campus. There was like two people on the whole campus and it was all open. We got to walk in every building and show that it was awesome. It was really cool. And they are taking care of the place. I was like, I am totally impressed. I mean, it was better than I've ever seen. It was just immaculate. Grass was immaculate. Bushes were immaculate. Everything was carved perfectly. I mean, I was like, wow, this place is taken care of. I love this. Come on now. But we had professor, we, one professor we had there. I'll just tell you a little story. You know, you like stories, right? One professor there, he was actually a Roman Catholic in a spirit-filled Bible school. You know, you're like, okay, well, maybe he's saved. I don't know. Maybe, you know, there are uh, uh, born-again Catholics. Amen? They actually believe in the Lord Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of sins. Some depend on other things, whatever, you know, depend on their works, depend on their rosary, depend on Mary. No, you depend on that, you're, you're going to hell. But if you depend solely on the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of sins, amen, you're saved. Hallelujah. So he's Roman Catholic. And, well, no, I'm sorry. He, he's not Roman Catholic when, I'm, when he's teaching me. He, he, during one of the classes, he, he announces to us as the students, which I thought, this is very strange. He announces to us he is switching to the Roman Catholic faith. I'm like... You're in a spirit-filled, charismatic Bible school that believes all of the Word of God. I mean, all of it. We t- they teach, yeah, teach the Word of God, right? 
No, no, no watered down messages. Come on, we're not supposed to have water. And now he's switching. I'm like, what in the world is happening here? This don't make sense to me at all. So just because you're in a spirit-filled, charismatic place, you got to realize you got to listen for poison. Hear me? There is poison that can come out of anywhere. Come on. There's preachers I will not listen to. Come on. There are books I will not read. <laughs> I've thrown many in the garbage. There are people I will not listen to. I just don't even listen. Why? Because I do not want to be poisoned. Come on. You can be on top of a mountain. Come on. With faith in God, you're on, you're on the mountaintop and you're like, Woo! Glory to God. I am on the mountaintop with Jesus. Come on. And someone walks in and says, blah, 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 blah. of course, it's the enemy, right? Yeah. And it just, boom! And you're like, I'm coming off the mountain right now. <laughs> Come on. I don't like poison. I, I stay away from poison. If I think there's poison, I'm gone. I'm out. I'm warning you. Poison traps have been set by the enemy. And they may be in people you don't even know. Hello. It's like when we set out the poison for the mice, right? We just set it out there. When you get a mouse problem, you set out those little traps everywhere. Boop, 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 boop. And those traps are set. And they're there to catch the mice. Hello. The poison traps have been set by the enemy too. And they're there to trap the saints. In lies and deception. Why? So we don't do the will of God. So we don't accomplish the will of our Father. Are you hearing me? Come on. It's like, it's like, hey, you know, you talk about being baptized in spirit, praying in tongues, and some Christians are like, oh, my, that's, that's I can't believe you still, you, oh. I, I say, have you ever read this? You might want to read it because it's all throughout here. Acts, it starts in Acts and it goes all the way through. Hello? And what happens? Because people don't, are poisoned against being baptized in the Holy Spirit. What Jesus said, I shall baptize you. You are, woo, you are coming against Jesus himself. Jesus, I'm going to baptize you in the Holy Spirit. Woo, he said, you shall receive power after the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you shall be witness unto me in Judea, Samaria, right? Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the uttermost parts of the earth. You shall receive power. How, why did the devil poison baptism of the Holy Spirit? Because he doesn't want saints filled with power. He wants weak saints that walk around going, I sure hope God doesn't kill me today because he's sovereign and he might just kill me today. I don't know. You know, whatever God wants, it's just what he wants. You know, the Christians believe that stuff. Well, if it's your day to go, it's your day to go. When God said, with long life, I'll satisfy you and show you my salvation. That's the word of God. God never said, well, you know, you just might go today. I'm preaching, but you're agreeing. I'm talking about real Bible faith today. I'm not talking about superstitions, which a lot of Christians have, and, and traditions, which a lot of Christians have, which are unbiblical, completely unbiblical. I'm talking our real Bible faith that we can walk in, we can grow in, and we can do the will of God. If you want to do the will of God, we've we got to have real Bible faith, not the fake stuff. Amen. Amen. 
we preach the gospel. This is what it's called is the full gospel. And if you've ever heard that term before, but it became very popular, I don't know, probably in the, I don't know, what's, what, when it was, 60s, 70s? The full gospel? Uh, there was the full gospel businessmen's, businessmen's fellowship, I think it was called, right? <laughs> you guys know, full gospel businessmen's fellowship? Don, maybe you know about that, yeah. That became very popular. What all it meant was we are preaching the whole thing. We are preaching the whole gospel. We are telling all of the good news. We're not holding back on any of it. And if you're offended, I'm sorry, but we're going to preach the good news because it is all good news. Amen. There's no bad news in it. It's all good. 